Where are you, men of courage? From Sherwood Pictures and the Kendrick Brothers comes Courageous Legacy. I want to know what God expects of me. I feel like I started well. I want to finish well. Celebrating 10 years of impact on fathers and families. Now remastered in 4K, including a new ending and bonus scenes. I believe every father should step up and answer the call and say, I will. I will. Courageous Legacy. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now playing. Happy birthday, Ultimate Podcast Network family. Celebrating eight years in 2021 are bringing you the listener free broadcasts on topics that are family friendly. There are podcasts on homeschooling, kids, family life, and success over struggles. There are podcasts on rekindling your romance, household management, organization, health issues, techie skills, and podcasts on every academic subject that will help you in your journey. And there's more. I want to give a shout out to the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network podcasters. They work hours and hours to bring you these broadcasts for free. And how can you thank them? Well, it's easy. One, subscribe to their channel. You can do this on any podcast app. Two, give this podcast a star rating on your favorite podcast app, as well as comment on the website. Three, share this episode and the network with a friend. And thank you, our listeners. You've kept us on the air for many years and millions of downloads. Also, I invite you to sign up for our easing that comes out weekly with freebies each month for subscribers only, as well as a list of all the podcasts you won't want to miss. You can find this podcast as well as others on the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network.com. And happy birthday! Enjoy this upcoming presentation, and God bless. This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Vintage Homeschool Moms Show. Your host, Felice Gerwitz, is an author, a publisher, and your radio show host. She will encourage, educate, and inspire you with answers to your most pressing questions from homeschool, marriage, parenting, and much more. Felice loves to equip moms to live a Christian life because every moment counts. Be sure to visit her website at MediaAngels.com. And here's your host, Felice Gerwitz. Hey everyone, welcome. This is Felice Gerwitz with episode 450, Homeschool Lifestyle. You can find today's show notes at VintageHomeschoolMoms.com. Well, would you believe the very first podcast I ever created for Vintage Homeschool Moms was a podcast on the homeschool lifestyle, and I asked the question, is homeschooling what you do or who you are? And it has had thousands and thousands and thousands of downloads, and it's probably one of my most favorite podcasts of all time. So this podcast today is a revisiting of the topic from eight years ago and a question that I'd like you to consider. Before we get started, I want to say happy birthday to us. It's the eighth birthday of the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network, and I want to give a shout out to our homeschool podcasters. They work so hard. I know so many of them. Some I know personally, some I've met on occasion, 
and some I've never met, but they are amazing people. I work very closely with them when they get started and then let them go. And they bring you some of the most amazing podcasts that are out there for homeschoolers. You can thank me and them by subscribing to our podcast channel. So I invite you to subscribe to Vintage Homeschool Moms and give me a star rating as well as sharing this episode with a friend. Thanks so much for listening and for your support throughout the years. Okay, homeschool lifestyle. Since we are celebrating eight years, I thought, let me go back and look at some of my first podcasts and I found that podcast. It was still a very important part of my life at the time and today. I proudly say that I am a homeschooler, and my kids were homeschoolers, and so much has changed since 1986, the year I began homeschooling, to now. Back in the day, the only homeschoolers we knew were, well, a little on the strange side. They didn't get out much, but part of the reason was they were doing their schoolwork, and many people thought that homeschooling was not legal. I remember taking my kids out, and people would say, are you allowed to homeschool? And so as a cop-out, I would just say, well, I was a teacher. And they were like, oh, oh, okay, then you can school your kids. Well, some people are not. Well, I later learned that being a teacher wasn't necessarily an asset. And so many of my friends that weren't teachers actually did a much better job. So now that the battle has been won to homeschool, how are you homeschooling your kids? Homeschooling soon became a way of life for us. My kids were with me 24-7. And let me tell you, sometimes it was a bit frustrating to not have a minute to myself. Can you relate? But soon we put some boundaries in place and rules were learned and sometimes relearned and some character building and encouragement was taking place so that we could forge a greater bond and friendship between my kids and a relationship between my children and I. I have said this on other podcasts that I've created, but A lot of times, homeschooling fails when we try to be our children's friend. We don't want our kids to not like us, right? And so sometimes there's a fuzzy uh, boundary between being their friends and being their parent. And there are two different things. You can have a relationship with your children, but they still need to know that they need to listen. We soon learned that we did things together as a family. Schoolwork was a center and focus of our day, and once that was completed, other items were quickly added and stacked on top, such as grocery shopping, cleaning, cooking, and more. We worked together, and we played together. And once Dad got home, I have to tell you, I was beat. So he would take the kids out for a little while and let me make dinner in peace, which was wonderful. I never thought I'd be so happy to be in the kitchen cooking without little ones underfoot. And those of you that have little kids know what I'm talking about. If you want another podcast I created, the last episode, 449, was on organizing with lists. I called it Mega List, which is a little bit of a misnomer. Uh, But you can find that episode and download um, the planner that I offered there. So I realized as I struggled at times that I was trying to compartmentalize too many things. School here cleaning there, groceries here, cooking over there. The score was kids, home, and husband, 100, me, zero. But that was fine. I was young and had boundless energy 
until I didn't. I soon learned that homeschooling was more than a sum total of the time it took to complete academic subjects, but that we could roll with the learning outside of the books, activities, and plans. In fact, I'm going to share with you some of the things I did, and when we would look at our books, we would say, oh my gosh, we already covered that and didn't even cover it with a textbook. So we incorporated learning no matter what we did. A trip to the grocery store turned into a math lesson or character qualities such as want versus need and the quality of flexibility or self-control. So I could talk to the kids about it. No, you cannot buy everything you want. And before we went to the store, I kind of set the guidelines. We're going to go to the store. Here's the list of the things we need, and we're not really going to buy anything else. And if you get really upset about it, there is going to be a consequence when we get home. A ride in the car often turned into something fun, like let's look for license plates from the different states. Here's a state map. The kids had a state map that was blank. Um, Well, it wasn't blank. It had the names of the states. Later on, it was blank once they learned where the states were. And then if they found a license plate that had that state name, then they could put that on their map. We would count the numbers of cars or trucks of one color. Have you ever done that? When the kids are in the car and you just want to think for two seconds, you say, look out the windows and tell me how many blue trucks there are and start counting, you know, and they would get up to 30 or 40 or sometimes 70 by the time we got to our destination or green trucks. If you want the kids to count to 100, tell them to look for white trucks. Uh, We would also do other things like we would listen to tapes. Um, Remember cassette tapes and things like that? Well, that was before CDs, and we would listen to these things on our car radios. So we began to incorporate this idea and took it a step further, where we had day trips. So on the weekend, we'd take a Saturday or Sunday a couple of times a month and do something, such as visit a local landmark or a park or a museum. Of course, these turned into mini lessons and the children thrived. We rescued a dog, well, actually several dogs, through the course of our homeschool life. We housed turtles and fish tanks, as well as learned about nature and the creatures that inhabited our lands. My kids looked at the world and saw a classroom beyond the books. This was an exciting time for our family. As the kids got older, their needs became more focused. Several of my kids were athletically gifted. Some were academically gifted. They got the athletically gifted from their dad. (laughs) And this meant trips to tournaments and practices. Again, all life lessons and incorporated into the overarching theme of homeschool. Then we realized that Looking at the world as a classroom meant that learning took place no matter what we were doing or where we were, and this also gave my kids a chance to pursue their interests. I talk about this again in past podcasts, and that is giving kids time to think. Have you heard me say that? That is so important. Now come to find out that creativity is all the rage and employee employers will hire employees who are creative. That's one of the things that they look for. Well, if you don't give your kids time to pursue their interests, they're not going to be creative. One of my sons learned about mechanics. Another one would forge things out of metal and made a set of metal gloves that fit over his hands. He has these hanging on a plaque now in his bedroom at college along with some other things he made. 
My daughter was a natural athlete, as were my sons, and they spent much of their time practicing. She you know, practiced softball and they played baseball. She practiced without being told. She loved the sport and played it in college on scholarship and currently teaches at a prep school where she is also the assistant softball coach. All the kids gave presentations. They wrote papers. They studied history, science, and the like. Friends, we did not wait for a co-op to pop up or run a co-op, which I did for many years, um, because so many times I found that I was spending more time on other people's kids than my own kids. And I had the three younger ones that I could do a lot with, and they had other they had their friends were built in because of their sports. The two older children, we did a lot more co-oping and things with other groups because there were less children um, available and they didn't play organized sports very much. So again, your goals and your objectives are going to change depending on your children and what your needs are. I still say homeschoolers are a little on the strange side, but I say it in a positive way. We are not all fashion plates, although we might like fashion and shopping. We're not all up on the latest song, viral video, or social media posts, not to say that we don't have accounts, and we might be. We are focused on our homes, our families, and what we can do for each other, and for many of us, faith is at our core. Homeschoolers volunteer, whether it's at homeschool functions, organizing a science or history fair, an inventor's convention, or a field trip. We do things for others when a family's in need. What happens? We roll up our sleeves, we babysit, we help them with fun sometime, and we make meals. We're active in our church and volunteer there as well. I think this generation of homeschoolers who celebrate the homeschool lifestyle are really trendsetters in that they lead rather than follow. The kids take initiative. They are creative, they're innovative, and they have ideas that are well beyond their years. They're not afraid because they haven't been belittled or bullied. Personally, my kids were pretty fearless in that they knew that if they tried something new and had a less than stellar outcome, we'd say something like, well, at least you tried, or great effort, or let's see how we can figure this out and try again. What is a typical classroom experience? Well, it's set up for failure. Most kids can't read and answer questions and remember everything that is important on the topic. Information that's memorized for a test is completely forgotten. Maybe a few things are recalled, but not many. Teaching to the test is a disaster. Please don't try that at home. How can you as a homeschool mom or dad look at your family as a legacy and decide to create an atmosphere where learning is achieved not only in the traditional way, but in a way that sparks creativity, innovation, and, of course, great ideas. I interviewed an author a few weeks ago that shared that creativity is considered one of the most important traits academically. There's a link on this website for that as well, and it's under the podcast on the topic of creativity. Employers want employees that can figure out a solution without asking them every second for an answer, and that's how we are as well, right? Well, I invite you to listen to my first podcast, and you can just look for it on the website at Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. You could look for Homeschool Lifestyle, and that will pop up as well as this show. And you can take what I had on that other podcast was an unofficial Vintage Homeschool Moms test 
uh, that you can go through, take the test. You can just read through the questions and then answer them. Um, you know, it's it's like you, it's either true or false. And then on the podcast itself, I give you the score. As we celebrate this eighth year, I once again thank you for being part of our listening family and creating lasting memories with your own family. Subscribe, share, and give me a star rating on your favorite podcast app. Until next time, thanks for listening and God bless. Thanks for tuning in to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Visit Felice at MediaAngels.com and TheVintageHomeschoolMoms.com. Vintage Homeschool Moms is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.